Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast for Gen Xers who've gotten to middle-ish age and are kind of wondering what the fuck happened. I'm Jillian Farrell. And I am Gina Biggs. Uh, Today we're planning to talk about um, goofy-ass crap that should not be funny, but absolutely is, because we've had a couple of heavy episodes and we need to lighten shit up here. So yeah, stuff that stuff that we laugh at that probably shouldn't be laughed at, but we kind of do anyway. I think yeah. I think that this is a good a good topic. Um, we did want to start though with our cocktail. Obviously, uh, if you have been tuning in on the regular, you know our vodka. <laughs> <laughs> our vodka of choices. Okay, booze? start that one over. <laughs> Let's edit that out. If Maybe. you've been tuning in on the regular, you knew that our booze of choice for this month is vodka. We might not always do a booze of the month, but at least for now, in order to cut down on our barbell, we're doing a booze of the month. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll, let me just say, T doesn't mind because he benefits from this because when I make two cocktails, oh, well, sometimes he gets one if I don't feel like <laughs> drinking a double, which is not a lot, but sometimes I'll make a triple and then he gets one and I get two. Yeah. But... For Gina, it's a little different because John is a teetotaler and he's a big, he's a girl about it. <laughs> he's and, just very set in his middle-aged ways. No, no. He is a little old lady and he is like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You should never, never drink. So um, no anyway, no I digress. Oh, drink. <laughs> Today's cocktail is the Jam Bramble. The Jam Bramble is a lovely and wonderful cocktail. It has vodka. I used Absolute Elix because it was actually on sale. There was one bottle of it in like the clearance bin at my store, and I knew it was supposed to be some bougie kind of vodka. Bougie is another drink word, and we'll fill you in on that in just a minute. But um, so I got Absolute Elix. It's got lemon juice, it's got simple syrup, and then it's basically um, a jam, whatever jam you like. We went with blackberry jam, and um, I went with blackberry jam. Gina went with blueberry jam. We shake it up in a shaker and strain it out, and it's actually really pretty darn good. It is damn good. And let me say, Jillian strains it out. I did not think to do that. So I got a bunch of giant blueberry bits in the bottom of mine, but or in the top of mine, actually. But you know what? It, I'm good with that. I like blueberries. So if you let I'm them soak in vodka long enough and then chew them up, they taste pretty good. There we go. Oh, and by well, the way. to your fucked upness. Eh, which is not so bad. Oh, gosh. Huh. I'm going to eat more booze-soaked uh, fruit in another episode. fruit. You can't go wrong with that. You no kid. I feel um, like I'm back in college. <laughs> so back to kind of what we were talking about. We were <laughs> we were talking about drinking words. We've mentioned before, like drink. We think that um, based on our own listening and our own, um, I don't want to call them verbal tics because that almost gets it mixed up a little bit with Millie's tics. But we both have noticed that we have certain verbal idioms that we each um, utter. You can still use the word idiom. (laughs) (laughs) What are they? Like, I know I say bougie a lot. 
Because where I live is very bougie and I didn't even know it was until I moved here. And then I was like, wow, there's not really another fancy. You could say fancy, but that sounds dumb. (laughs) Uh, She also says true story a lot, which I I do do. too. I do. We'll say true story. That's a thing I do. Um, Gina says, I digress all the time. That's her thing. Maybe. Yeah, One, day Millie, One day we were driving past the school and Millie said something about blood and I said something about blood and Millie said, oh yeah, blood, because that's my thing. <laughs> so uh, I digress is your thing. There we go. Yeah. Anyway. I own it. Yeah. So we've got some words. We'll put them up on our website for our drinking game if you guys want to drink along with us. Those are certain special words that you can choose to play along with your friends and do shots. You can drink half your drink. You can drink all your drink. You can do it however you want. But those are special drinking words. Everybody should take a sip. And if you've noticed some that we haven't, feel free to tweet them at us or Instagram them at us. The link's on our on our website. And we'll see what we can do to incorporate it. Maybe we can play drinking bingo or all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we could do a bingo game. We could put bingo cards out. It'd be super fun. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> Also, we did have a listener question um, based off episode three. Um, We're recording this episode. Episode three just posted. We record on Sundays. We post on Sundays. We kind of like that cycle. It works really well for us. So listener question was, can we see each other? Because we actually mentioned that we're in two different cities. Our very first episode was we were both in the same place. But subsequent episodes, we've been in different cities. And yes, we can see each other. We record over Skype so we can look at each other and I can watch her like completely fall over when she gets a little too smashed. But... <laughs> Generally, we will be in different cities. We're going to try to do some episodes together. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get together from time to time and do them together. That's much more fun. But in the meantime, at least this way we get to spend time together, which we would go months at a time without talking before this. So at least now we get to spend a, an hour a week or so together, which is super fun. That's amazing. And I've missed this so much because I was the shithead who moved away first. So, you know, that's just... totally did it her fault. It did. She's the one who, and because she's the one that moved away, she's the one that has to pay the transportation to get together. <laughs> Fair enough. Because that's how it works in child support. I think that's how it works in real life. (laughs) That's right. This doesn't stop at 18, folks. This keeps rolling. (laughs) Holy shit. We started drinking early today. Uh, It's good. We did. We did. We started a little (laughs) earlier. We're we're, uh, recording a little earlier than usual because we've got some commitments later in the day. (laughs) <laughs> Which isn't necessarily the best way to go to a commitment, being completely bombed. Well, to be fair, my commitment is to watch Game of Thrones premiere with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. Uh, okay, so should we get started? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me, I choked on my drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you snort laughed. Oh, Snort laugh should totally be another drink because but usually it's me, but I got you. It's usually you, but that was completely awesome. I love that. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, let, let's get started on that note. I find snort laughs unreasonably hilarious. 
anytime somebody snort laughs, you can't not laugh at them. And it's almost one of those things where you instantly cover your mouth and point, which you just did. You covered your mouth and pointed at me. And I actually covered my mouth and pointed at myself. <laughs> it's like a reflex, right? It is. Oh, my gosh. I it, I tell you, I think they've got a game at work now where every time I, they, like, compete to make me snort laugh in meetings. I think it's a thing now. I try really hard to make T spit take. <laughs> awesome. And I think he, I think he works hard to make me spit take as well. That's a beautiful relationship right there. I think it's important. Spit takes. One time when Millie was small, back in the day when we lived back in the Midwest, I used to work very closely with the police. And one time we were working on a parade. And so Millie was helping me that day and it was very warm and there wasn't much going on. The parade hadn't started yet. We were kind of, it was the calm before the storm sort of thing. So we were sitting there uh, near a barricade, kind of waiting for things to shake out and drinking water. And I taught her how to appropriately spit take. Like we sat there and practiced it where you like drink the water and you... I taught her how to spit take. We spent probably 10 minutes working on the perfect spit take so she could actually get right if she ever needed to. You are the world's best mom. (laughs) Right there. It's a skill that's not taught very often, and I think it's one that's important. It legit should be. Oh, my gosh. I need to go spend some time with my son. Hold on just a second. Is he good at spit takes or not so much? Not so much. I know he has a very dry sense of humor. Does he have like those big belly laughs about normal stuff? Um, Every once in a while. And usually it involves puns. He just, he goes ape shit over puns. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. That was funny because that word means two things. And he just loses his shit. It's awesome. I don't, have we mentioned that your son's on the spectrum? I don't know that we have, but he is, uh, it's on the website, I know. Yeah. Uh, but he's uh, my little companion on the spectrum. Um, and uh, he's just ridiculously hilarious. Uh, it, here's something else, and I didn't put this on my list pre-episode, but he just pops off with stuff because he's so literal thinking. Like, <laughs> like what morning? Like Amelia Bedelia? Well, I'll bet. Oh, shit. <laughs> Like one morning he woke up and uh, I said, oh, honey, how'd you sleep last night? And he looked at me like I was an idiot and said, on a bed. And I just totally lost my shit. It was just. Oh, my God. Of course you did, baby. Of course you did. So that's yeah. that's kind of awesome, though. It I know. I'm so proud of him. I wouldn't. He's just he is hilarious. And when he tries to be hilarious, it's even funnier. And he just works it. Millie Millie is the same way. She is quite honestly one of the funniest people I've ever known or heard of. Oh. She has like we've always posted things about her on both our Facebook page and on our we actually started a Twitter for her a <laughs> long time ago, a long time ago. Uh-huh. And she kind of got a lot of followers on that Twitter. Like People would, the reason we started is because on Facebook, when we would post all of these amazing things she would say, we'd constantly get people who said, 
you have to write a book. You have to write all of this stuff down. This stuff is gold, comedy gold, because the things she would say are, were just, I mean, absolutely insane. And she's still, she's not quite as, because when she was little, it was, it was a little different and it was a lot of misunderstandings of things and stuff like that. But she still is really, really funny and she is quick witted. Like she is now she's funny on purpose as well as on accident. <laughs> Isn't it fun when that happens when you're like, Oh, you meant to be that hilarious. Awesome. Right? <laughs> that kind of goes into one of the things we were going to talk about. Now I know that I've mentioned on the website and I'm not sure if we've talked about it in one of the episodes previous that Millie has Tourette syndrome. I believe we did. Yeah. And one of the things that she has is not just the physical tics, but she also has verbal tics where she will absolutely just shout out, fuck you in the middle of class. Or she, one day we were on the way to school and all of a sudden she's all, cunt. Oh my gosh. Poor baby. Her tics are very difficult for her as a, as a teenager and as a pre, you know, as a teenager, as a seventh grade girl, in a middle school setting, it's been a little bit of a nightmare. However, she actually has gotten along very well with it because she'll say it and then she giggles because she's so mortified that it happens. It just makes her laugh as she laughs and her laugh. I know this sounds like a, a doting mother, but her laugh is literally like music. Her, it's infectious. She's got this beautiful, just sort of trilling giggle that I can't even describe. But her laugh is so contagious that other people around her will laugh. And teachers, she'll be working with a teacher and then she'll go, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she laughs and that makes the teacher laugh. And the teachers are like, I can't think of any other kid that can say that to me and I would not laugh. She learned from her mom how to say things to people and have them just eat it up, didn't they? <laughs> didn't she? I asked, I asked her the other day about it, though. I'm like, is it okay that we laugh when you say stuff? And she's like, yeah, it actually helps me a lot. It makes oh. me feel better about it when people laugh. Oh, good. Because she feels like they're not laughing at her. They're laughing at the situation and they're laughing sort of with her. And oh. she actually got an award I, I told you about that, right? She got this beautiful award. She she has a class. Uh, uh, she goes to a school with about 1,500 kids. Shit. And out of this 1,500 kids, there's this brand new award that started in December. And I got a call from the school one day, and I was like, uh-oh, she didn't miss school today. I don't know why the school's calling. School called, and it was a teacher who said, Millie has been nominated for an excellence award. It's basically a citizenship award that's given. And she said, this is the first time we're giving this award and only 12 kids in the whole school get this award. Aww. So the very first group of 12 kids out of 1,500 to get this award goes to a kid who's brand new at the school and who yells, fuck you at the teachers on the regular. (laughs) And that is a testament to how amazing that little girl is. I think so. But I think that that's just one of those one of those things that I have to 
consistently be awed at her persistence and her character. Yeah. She somebody somebody done raised that girl, right? Oh, it didn't it didn't have anything to do with me. I mean, I think that's no, that's just who she is. Like she's just that person. All I did is like Encourage let her it. not die. I just <laughs> I just good I job on not killing her. She doesn't die in the day and we're good. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yay for not dying. Yay no dead kids. Drink. <laughs> oh good lord. Okay. And we have not even started the list we started, and we're still... Uh, <laughs> well, that was one of them. The ticks, that was one oh, of them. That's true. That's true. Oh, my gosh. So, that's, you know, that's... The, that girl is awesome. I love her to death. She's awesome. Yeah, she's kind of an amazing kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. All our kids are amazing. So... Yeah. You said all our kids, and I'm like, all our kids? <laughs> <laughs> Both of our kids, three total, three are, total, are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but I got confused because all our kids. I thought that was a lot of. That sounds like a lot of kids, and I I was like, we don't have that many kids. That's what happens when you try to count, and you've already had a whole drink. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but what a beautiful drink it is. It is. That kind of goes into our kids' school picks, though. Oh my gosh, the school picks. I okay, I I have to lead out on this one because AJ's school pictures have been ridiculous from day one. When he was a toddler, he photographed beautifully. We have these awesome pictures of him sitting there with a baseball, making all these great smiles, all this kind of stuff. And I don't know what happened, but the minute he fucking hit kindergarten, it went to shit. Um, same. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. His first kindergarten picture. He's half squinting his eyes. He's smiling real big and his hair is sticking completely up in the air. And this is also, I love John to death, but this is also partially what happens when the mom leaves the house early to get to work and the husband's in charge of picture day. (laughs) Or at least my husband. I think T would. T would have gotten, T would have gotten some spritz and combed that shit down. (laughs) No, for me, here's how it went. So Millie is this beautiful, I mean, like, she's a very pretty little girl anyway. When she turned five, she decided she wanted to get her hair cut into a pixie cut. She decided this, not me. I didn't want to choose, I didn't want to do this, but I also didn't want to be that mom that was, like, super controlling, like, no, you can't cut your hair. It's Mm. just freaking hair. It'll grow back, whatever. (laughs) So when she decided she wanted to get her hair cut, we're like, you know, that's cool, but you kind of dress like a boy, and you have to understand, if you get your hair cut really short, people are going to think you're a boy. She's like, I don't mind, it's fine. (laughs) So, Okay. We go ahead and let her get her hair cut. Literally, she's in the chair getting her hair cut. And this is completely relevant to the pictures. But literally, she's in the chair while she's getting her hair cut. And the salon person's husband comes in and goes, hey, buddy, you getting your hair cut today? First of all, stupid question. Second of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, no, I'm hating a salad. <laughs> right? She's like looking... She just like this little flicker of a look went over her face and probably nobody would have noticed, but me, it was just this flicker and I could see it. The buddy made her go, Oh, I'm not a boy, but she didn't say anything. She's like, yeah. And just let it go. You know, 
Uh And so whatever. So picture day comes and she decides she's going to wear this really cool blue shirt that she got from her brother, her stepbrother, Stick's wife's son, gave her this shirt. And it's, first of all, made out of polyester, so ew. (laughs) Second of all, it's Western cut, so it has that cool, you know, Western yoke thing. And it has those snappy buttons that are made out of pearl. So she wears this to school, and we get her her school pictures back a few weeks later. She looked fucking terrified in the picture. Like, she had this smile on her face, but you know the smize that Tara, Tara, what's her name? What's her name? Tara Banks? Tyra Tara Banks. Banks. Yes. The smize in your eyes, that is, it didn't happen. It was like, it. she looked terrified in her eyes, and she had a smile on her face. So it was like, it was very, like, and because of the shirt, she looked like a lunch lady. <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. You know, at least it didn't look like a mugshot. True. Because AJ's picture last year, I swear if he ever commits a crime, that's the picture they'll pull out and go, there were signs early on. (laughs) 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 His hair is messy. He's looking down. He's squinting his eyes real hard. It was pretty bad last year. (laughs) The following year. It looks like a game show host. The following year, she shows up to picture day, and I don't know how she did it, but she literally wore the same shirt. Oh, my gosh. No, you don't I, do that at picture I day. I didn't even know she had that shirt still. She <gasps> wore it open. Like, she wore, like, a little jacket type of thing with some other shirt underneath it. But I was like, what the actual fuck? How is that the same shirt? How do you still have that? Where was that? How did you get it in your bag? How did you even get that to school? That's not what you were wearing when you left the house. Like, I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> and the same, almost the same look on her face, only her face was bigger. <laughs> That's the only difference. <laughs> she looked ridiculous. So oh. after that day, I actually found the shirt in her in her room, and I went outside, and I took it, and I threw it away. <laughs> Good plan, Mom. Good plan. It was horrible. Oh, you know, okay, I'm going to, so, okay, two things. Number one, on that topic there was a shirt that my dad had that my mother hated and it got ripped to crap the longer he had it. And um, she took it out and tried to burn it without him noticing. And he still found it and pulled it out and started wearing it again. And she was like, Oh shit. So anyway, that's how love in love he was with the shirt. But my, um, the AJ's picture last year, he went from looking like a perp to looking <laughs> like, to looking like a game show host. I mean, the way he's kind of, he's again kind of squinting his eyes, but he's looking down and he's smiling really big. And I expect him to say, I'm Chuck Woolery and this is a $20,000 pyramid. Like, no, no, baby, no. We got to work on this someday. It's horrible. (laughs) Never. And like her pictures when she was young, when she was little, were so cute. She was adorable. Even when she had short hair, like she, even with short hair, she looked cute. She didn't look like a dude. At Jillian's, she didn't look like a lunch lady. Jillian's wedding to tea. Oh um, after the wedding, they were doing a couple things, and I was kind of keeping an eye on little Miss Millie. And she was sitting in the sand on the beach, 
um, just kind of playing with it in her little dress with her hair curled and up and random people were coming over and taking her picture and going, I know her, lo- her mother would love this picture. Do you know who her mother is so I can send it? Cause she's so beautiful. And I'm like, just random people. She's so pretty. Let me send this picture to her mother. I'm yeah. like, she, she's a cute kid. I mean, she's cute and she's funny and she's clever and people like her. Yeah. Like people are just drawn to her spirit and have always been, but like not the lunch lady. Well, that's awesome. You know, I should tell her I had a shirt like that in like my fifth grade photo and that'll scare her off immediately. Cause that was in the early eighties. No one wants she, that. No, she loves the eighties. She thinks the eighties are the badass time of the world. She Shit. would think that was awesome. That's terrifying. No she one should like, ever like the eighties. Eighties are awesome. If she perms, I'm dying. Oh, I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't pay for it. There you go. Awesome. (laughs) So what does that lead us to? Let's see. That gives us kids school picks. What else have we got here? Let's see. Stuff that pops into your head for no reason. Sure. So yesterday, as we were trying to come up with topics for today's thing, because we've had a couple of kind of dark episodes we thought we wanted to do something a little lighter because we knew you wanted something a little lighter and it's more fun to listen to. And while we know you like our episodes that actually have content, we thought this would be sort of fun. So I was trying to think of something to do. And all of a sudden in my head pops this song from a commercial back in the eighties. And there was this, do you remember the Monchichi doll? Do you remember that? Yes, I do. It was oh like a gorilla Lord. that sucked its thumb. Yes. You just, like stuck the thumb. So in the commercial, there was this song and it goes, Monchichi, Monchichi, oh, so soft and cuddly with its thumb in its mouth. It's really neat. Something, something with its little feet. It was stupid. <laughs> but that song, the Monchichi, Monchichi freaking popped in my head and I was like, what? <laughs> what is that even about? And it made me think just the other day we were like watching a commercial and or we were watching TV and all of a sudden I thought, lucky dog, lucky dog, I'm a lucky <laughs> dog. Got my own bedroom, even got my own sweatshirt. <laughs> and Tony pulled up the 80s commercial and it literally starts out, lucky dog, lucky dog, I'm a lucky dog. Got my own bedroom, even got my own sweatshirt. And I thought, holy shit, why do I know that? Why do I still know that? I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That, it's that, not something I should know. Like it's not something that should be retained in my brain. The minute you said Manchi Chi though, you know what went into my head? What? Cha 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 chia. Ew. I know. Damn it. Uh, there's chias of everything, you know. Mm. I used to have a Homer Simpson chia. <clears throat> yeah. Which in retrospect doesn't make sense because he's bald. But there we are. There's a lot of things in the world that don't make sense. Touche. Like your mother. Oh, my God. That's a perfect <laughs> segue. Well done. Thank you. I made My mother that. does not make sense a lot. A lot. <laughs> your mom is so off the rails. It's hilarious. So my mom is a very smart person. She is. Very yes. smart. She, she's very smart and incredibly talented. She's an amazing artist. 
Oh, we have one of our paintings. We got it for our 10th anniversary, and it is so amazingly beautiful. They're gorgeous. Her paintings are incredible. She's so talented. And as is my sister, by the way. My sister's incredibly talented. I would highly oh. encourage you to purchase one of her paintings as well. Um, but my mom also... <sighs> I, I don't know if it's the medication because she's on a lot of medication, <laughs> but she spends a lot of time listening to Oprah back when Oprah was on. She got a lot of her news from Oprah and, and a lot of her news from NPR. And back in the day, um, she watched a lot of, a lot of Oprah. <laughs> and somehow, sorry, I took a picture. That's something I needed to take a picture of. So back in the day, she watched a lot of Oprah and she watched, she listened to a lot of NPR and she got most of her news from that. And one day it was Thanksgiving. And she said to me, she said to the group as we were preparing dinner, you know, there's a country in the world that uses apricots as its currency. And I thought to myself, maybe she doesn't mean actual currency. Maybe she's talking about, you know, a long, you know, hundreds of years ago. That's her and economy. Said, right, right. I'm like, Very maybe sports. it's based on their economy and, and that kind of thing. Nope. She literally meant this and now. So she goes, I said, what are you talking about? She said, no, this is now. Right now in the world, there's a country that uses apricots as money. And if you steal somebody's apricots, you can be put to death. <laughs> she literally believed that in the world, in whatever 2000 and whatever this was, we'll say 2010, there was a country that uses apricots for money. And that if you steal somebody's apricots, that you'll be put to death. That's what she literally believed. Because fruit is no joke. That's right. Oh. You will don't make me kill you for apricots because I will kill you, kill you. To be fair, I would cut a bitch for a banana. Would you? I don't like bananas that much. Really? I love bananas and apples, but not apricots. I would not kill a bitch for an apricot. Although, admittedly, that apricot, um, oh, what's it called? That apricot stuff that I make at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that relic. That I would kill for. That's really fucking good. It is good. And you can actually cook. So that I would kill for. I sent that to a friend of mine, one of our listeners, sent that recipe. And he was like, that's pretty fucking amazing. Mm. He took it to his his Thanksgiving dinner and thought it was delicious. So. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. Moms can say some crazy shit sometimes. Have I told you the weirdest thing ever? I know I've told you the weirdest thing my mom ever said. No. Um, So it was, uh, you know, mom lives out on a farm. She doesn't have cable, but she had the dish for a while and was really into Game of Thrones and all that stuff. So until she decided it was too expensive and she cut it off. But um. I won't get into the specifics of how this happened exactly, but we caught wind of um, someone who strangled to death. 
and it caused like a whole issue and we're like, oh my gosh, okay. And all this stuff was going on and my sister and I had to leave to go tend to something and um, mom comes running out the front door as we're pulling out. And, um, and this again is something that is not funny, but I could not stop fucking laughing at. Um, mom comes running out on the French front porch, waving her arms in the air. And keep in mind, this is like a 77 year old farm widow with white hair and all, all cute little old soft old lady who you just want to cuddle. And my sister jumps out of the car and runs up to see what's going on. And, um, I can see my sister put her hand in her head and then walk back to the car. And I'm like, what's going on? She goes, mom said to ask whether it might've been autoerotic asphyxiation. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to cut her, cut her dish off. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, I don't think she should be watching Investigate Discovery anymore. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I'm not sure what was going on there, but we're like, oh, mom, 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 mom. We never went to hear those words come out of your mouth again. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) I brought something to show you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm showing her a picture of Millie in the shirt. That's her little misguided heart. The one on the left is the lunch lady picture. She looks terrified. She does, right? She looks so terrified. So that's first grade. And the one on the right, same shirt, second grade. (laughs) Oh, bless her heart. She's gotten much better since then. Oh, God. But it's so bad. The first grade picture is so terrible. (laughs) Who among us has a good first grade picture, though? Let's be honest. My first grade picture was way better than my sixth grade picture. Really? Yeah. Wow. My first grade picture, I was wearing a sailor dress. Um, My mom had just had to cut my bangs because for some reason I got it in the head. The mirror was fucking lying and my hair wasn't actually that color. So I snipped a bit of it off to double check. (laughs) (laughs) So mom had to cut my bangs up way high. And the day before pictures, I was playing on the monkey bars and I saw all the other girls like doing this weird flip off it. So I tried and can you guess what happened? I landed on my fucking face in the gravel and got a scab underneath my nose. So I literally looked like sailor girl Hitler in my first grade photo. (laughs) It was awful. And it's still the most horrific picture I've ever had taken in my whole life. I would pay money to see the sailor girl Hitler picture. I would pay mom to burn them, but she won't because she's a mom. <laughs> and I won't do that to my son's, you know, serial killer photo either. So it's okay. So since we kind of went back to pictures, I think I want to <laughs> talk to the, talk about the uncomfortable slash not matching models. Yes, let's do. So I was paging through eShakti the other day mm-hmm. and I came across these models that looked completely pained to be wearing whatever the fuck it was they were wearing. <laughs> They looked so upset about what it was they were wearing. There was one girl wearing like this thing with a peplum and she looked like she was going to throw up on herself. Well, the peplum could catch that. Right. It could. There was another lady who was wearing some sort of like, I don't know. It was like a cold shoulder thing, but it was like a, one of those onesie, like those lady onesies things. (laughs) What are those called? Like anything. A pantsuit. Jumpsuit? Yeah, jumpsuit. 
close enough. So she's wearing one of those. And she's standing in this pose where she's got like one leg out to one side and she's like kind of holding her arms out to the sides and she looked ridiculous and she had like a scowl on her face. And I thought, what are you even doing? And these models and, and it reminded me of several years back, there was a Romans catalog and Romans, for those of you who are uneducated on the fat girl catalog, <laughs> Romans is a really awesome fat girl catalog thing. I and Romans so has, Romans. oh my God. Yeah. Romans has, I'll just say not good stuff. Like I can't really think of anything awesome from Romans, which is probably why you shopped there. <laughs> um, <laughs> True story. <laughs> Drink on that one. Um, Romans. So a few years back, and this kind of goes to stuff that my mom says that's ridiculous, but at the same time, this almost, like, okay, to yeah. a certain extent, this sort of made sense in a little bit. So my mom was looking through the Romans catalog one day, and she said, <laughs> she said, there's... We know who's not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> starting to wonder if this is a code and I said what <laughs> and she's like what if this is literally a code you shouldn't drink on this part <laughs> she says what if this is literally a code where they put the ugliest dresses in this catalog and the way they put them in the catalog is a code to some foreign government that is reading the catalog and the way they put the ugly dresses in and the ugly dresses themselves. <laughs> oh my God. She just fell over. The ugly dresses themselves are actually a code for something that's going to happen. And I'm like, what, what thing could happen? She said, I don't know, but these dresses are so ugly. Nobody would actually buy them. <laughs> your mom's so totally fucking onto the Illuminati. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Episode they, over because I'm dead. You have to kind of look at that and go, huh. <laughs> your mom, like, went so far into the nonsensical realm, she did a 360 and almost made sense. I know, you kind of look at it and they are really ugly dresses. Like, really ugly like but the dress on page 22b is so ugly that like you look through the pages and this is incredibly ugly like not even not even logically any person would buy it <laughs> like, oh like it's neon orange with like yellow friends and you no person would buy that no person would buy that no person would buy that Neon orange with yellow fringe, and the yellow fringe has pink edges. And you go, no person would buy that because it has brown flowers. And you're like, it's not anything that a person would buy. Except you know, we both know people who totally would. No, 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 no. This is worse than that. <laughs> 
And like my mom showed me some of the dresses she was talking about. And I kind of thought to myself, huh, maybe so. (laughs) She went in so deep. She came out the other side. She kind of made sense. And I'm like, maybe it is a code. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, on the ridiculous shit, my mom says, I think that goes with it. Now I have to say, And I have not told my mom that I have this podcast. (laughs) Good, wise idea. We started a Twitter feed for my mom. Did I tell you (laughs) that? I'm not sure you did. I know there was some other subversive. Just tell, just tell, please. So uh, I'm not going to give the handle, but we started putting the questions um, that she asks. And they were stupid. And let me just ask you a few questions. <laughs> let me just let me just put a few of my mom's things out there. Jillian, straight to the point. <laughs> so here's a conversation between Millie and my mom. Mm-hmm. Millie, I have two moms that don't like ketchup. Mom, did you ever wonder what cats are thinking? Me leaving the room. Nope. <laughs> Cats, cats up. You know, the spelling, I can kind of see the logical flow. Mom. Oh, Lord. Do you think that in some alternate frequency that flowers are playing a trumpet sound, like ultrasonically? What the flying fuck? Nope. <laughs> no. And I Here's think another mom shit. question. When a person loses a hundred pounds or so, where does the energy from that weight go? Nope. <laughs> Mom, there was a dinosaur they discovered that weighed 3,000 pounds and had feathers. Why would it need feathers? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll let the dinosaur know. <laughs> you dumb dinosaur. You don't need those fucking feathers. What the hell? <laughs> Mom, I was thinking about how humor changes. Weren't there things that you used to think were funny and now they're not? Yeah, because I was a child. Yeah, poop jokes used to be the rage. Yeah. Well, poop jokes are always funny. No. Depending, but generally, yes. Me, I'm going to clear your recent calls. Mom, oh, going back to when? Me, uh, all of all of them? <laughs> Mom, in the world? Because <laughs> she's got to have a hotline to that apricot country, so don't lose that number for her. Mom, and for some reason, that's the car I associate with our discussion about syllables. What the fuck? <laughs> your, your mom's a little off track. Not all the synopses are firing in the right Mom, direction. have you come across anything in your online perusings about UFOs? Nope. Okay. Do you remember around here several years ago you could see ostrich farms and ostrich jerky and so on? People were trying to get it started as a food source. I got to thinking about the passage of time. If there's nobody and nothing around to notice the passage of time, does it pass? Okay, so now we're getting into the Zen meditation shit. She tries. She tries. 
people when they're in their middle age need to write down everything they need to know when they're older. So we don't forget Did she forget. I don't know. Did she forget to write down? I need to stay coherent. Do Spanish people write in cursive and in print? Oh my gosh. I don't think enough study has been done about our physical relationship to our environment. It has something to do with the space around us. Do you know, do other languages have what would be the equivalent of a cursive form of their writing? Okay. Being in a body and orientating to a body in space, I just think not enough attention is paid. When we talk about the learning process, not enough attention is paid to helping people understand that part of their learning process and repeating their orientation. She meant like when you're laying down as opposed to sitting up. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I, I do have to go back to the cursive thing though. Now that she has said that, I wonder. Of course they're writing cursive. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just drunk enough to get your mom. You'd have to be drunk. <laughs> oh, lordy. Okay. Wow. Do you know if there's a particular icon or whatever you call it that you can click on that'll tell you how to spell a word on my phone? Uh, uh, what do uh, you say? Pop so many cherries. What does that mean? What? That's what my mom said. What puzzles me about hieroglyphics is what do they do about verbs? (laughs) (laughs) I hurt. (laughs) I think my brain's starting to hurt. I don't know. We keep down this line of questioning. Where can I get three pounds of chicken bones? If the skin cells in my Wait. body regenerate every seven years, why doesn't the skin on my face make the wrinkles go away? Okay, number one, good point. Going back a step to number two, what the fuck did she need chicken bones for? I don't know. Okay. She's just random. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've had a little too much to drink. Generally speaking, do most languages have groups of letters or symbols that re- represent sounds? That's language is, Mom. <laughs> uh, I'm going to buy her a book about the Rosetta Stone. Nope. Nope, <laughs> you're not. I, it may cost me many apricots, but... Why don't I you think tell me about what your mom punching your principal? <laughs> <laughs> did you do a spit take? Because I did, did a sp- I win. I did a spit take, you win. <laughs> I win this episode. Yes. I have blueberry on my nose now. <laughs> Blueberries in your nose. If you put your finger on one side of your nose and just blow really hard on the other side, you can shoot it out. It has to be the side that it, well, no, they've rerouted it. I have a missing side as passage. I digress. Anyway, so yeah, mom. I oh, go I somewhere. digress. You get to drink. Yay. Yes. Mom punched my principal at my grandmother's funeral. And it was awesome because he caught her off guard. He's he's an interesting fella. Like a punch to the face or punch to the gut? She punched him in the chest. So. Uh, um, not as punchy. Well, keep it in mind, they were both in their 70s. Oh, yeah, true. So, you know, punch in the chest at the age of 70. You can have some Dolph Lundgren, Sylvester Stallone shit going down. You're almost out. Okay, we may have to break in a minute to get refills. Yeah. 
but um yeah so it was at my i think i said in the previous episode my mom and my grade school principal went to high school together and he is always just thought my mom was you know shit on uh, awesome awesomeness on heels and hot no you said shit on a shingle you were going for shit on a shingle you totally were i know but i love shit on a shingle it tastes good Okay. You've never had you've never had chip chip beef. Chip Um, beef on toast? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So um I just But it's weird that you said that your principal thought your mom was shit on a shingle. I have drunk enough, my metaphors are so fucking mixed. I like it. Awesome. Oh so um break, make another one, and come back and start this story again. I need to start the story again. It's awful. Okay. Okay. Take a break. Go okay. make a refill. You need a refill too. All right. Let's go do that. We'll come back and then I'll ask you, should we foray into your mom punching your principal? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. All right. Meet you back in two minutes. We'll be back soon. Or however long it takes to make one. Here come. Yay. So, so, ready? Yes. All right. So, yes. My so, mom. let's move this into you telling me about your mom punching somebody at a funeral. <laughs> My mom, the saint. Yeah. She's she, so beautiful, your mother. She's such I, a lover. I know. Except that she becomes a fighter, then you better fucking watch out. <laughs> Fuck Yeah. Oh, I saw your face. You use a little too much lemon juice? A little bit too much vodka, actually. Oh, okay. Is there really any such thing? I don't know. I will say, this vodka, this absolute elix, has a little bit of a chocolate flavor to it, which is sort of nice with this particular drink. It's some sort of, like, made in a copper still, something or other, and... I don't know exactly what makes it special, but it's some sort of special thing. And first of all, it has a super pretty bottle. It's got like little flecks of copper or rose gold or something in it. Very pretty. But the one I got came with a like a musical can. <laughs> Give the can to Millie. She's like, can I have that can? I'm like, yeah, sure. So it's a can and it plays um, La Vie and Rose. <laughs> Which is not really a vodka song, but whatever. Yeah, you know. She drinks a whiskey song. She drinks a vodka song. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Okay. Back on topic. Oh, back on topic. Yes. So my mother punched someone at my grandmother's funeral. How did that happen? She. How did this come about? Your mother, who's such a lover and so beautiful and cozy and warm and such a good hugger. I know, right? And, And it is. It's someone she actually went to high school with. My grade school principal. Creepy. Uh, For okay, yeah. wait. Do I remember <laughs> wrong when I remember your grade school principal loved your mother and had like a big old crush on her and pretty much because they used to ride the same school bus and the other kids would pick on him and she would take up for him. So much to the point that she actually got the nickname in high school as the lawyer. The lawyer? So, and half of her kids became lawyers, so go figure. Um yeah. 
But uh, I guess she picked, she took up for him. So he always, he just began idolizing her and thinking she was the shit. So, um, so yeah, so he, he's an interesting fellow. Um, I mean, like when I won like this one award in eighth grade, he had, he accidentally put mom's name on it instead of mine. Uh, <laughs> and accidentally. My, I said that with air quotes. Yes. And mom thought that was hilarious. So she made a bunch of copies of it before she went and said, can you fix this? It actually put my kid's name on it. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, so he came her to come there. I know, you know, it's an excuse to see her. Hey, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so he came to my grandmother's funeral and my sister and my brother and I were kind of standing off to the side and he saw he was around and running up and hugging like my aunt and my cousins and all that. And my brother and sister and I are like, oh, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Especially the way he treated my brother in school. Uh, he, we were like, no. So he came over to us first. And immediately went for me and I jammed my hand out and shook his hand. And my sister did the same thing. She jammed her hand out before he could get in close and shook his hand. And he went after my brother and my brother like jumped, practically jumped back two feet and leaned in and put his hand out so he couldn't get to him um, because we saw the hugging going on. So then this guy. Ew. Yeah. So then he goes through the line of the people standing by my grandmother's casket. And my mom is just out of it because no matter how horrible my grandmother was to her, mom still loved her because mom's a fucking saint. Your grandma was a complete bitch, though. Yeah, she was. Um, So anyway, my uh, um, so mom is just kind of out of it while she's standing up there next to all the people coming in and giving their condolences and all that stuff, which makes sense. It's her mother. Sure. and um, this guy comes to the line and mom's like not paying attention to anything because she's so out. All she said was that she felt someone coming at her and she reflexively punched him in the chest. Um, really, as hard as she could. And then she oh, felt bad. Oh, great. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, but you know, he didn't hug her, which is pretty huge because he was hugging everyone and, and, you know, punching in the chest wouldn't normally sound bad, but these are two people in their seventies. So. So one of the things you (laughs) sent me that you wanted to talk about is something that you thought was funny was must look like her mother. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So this, this does get a little bit family specific, but um, my siblings and I, the four of us, there's four of us total. We look nothing like each other. That's true. You do not look at all alike. You and your sister, like, couldn't even be related. I know. We're I 20... look as much like you as your sister does. I know. I know. It's it's crazy. We'd look, I mean, maybe my brother and I, just because we have the same hair color. You kind of look alike. You kind of, like, I wouldn't say you guys look just like I wouldn't even say you guys look like brother and sister but you kind of could be brother and sister type of thing but you wouldn't like automatically go whoa those are brother and sister yeah yeah and and it's it comes down a lot to our my mom's family and my dad's family were like polar freaking looks opposites Um, I always like to say that my mom's family, um, the women in particular, were biggest houses but healthiest horses. 
You've um, mentioned that before. I have. And they're they're all very dark hair, very pale complexion, very dark eyes. Dad's side of the family is blonde, blue-eyed, and extremely long-legged. Your dad was so cute. My dad was adorable. Oh, my gosh. Oh, did I ever tell you about the first time dad actually meant to ask mom out but chickened out? No. He was going to ask her to the FFA dance, Future Farmers of America dance. <laughs> you already talked about FFA princess. I know. Yay me. Uh, second runner up. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, he was going to ask mom to the FFA dance and he walked into the library and he was heading over to where mom was because go figure, my mom spent a lot of time in a library. So I'm a lot like her. Um, and he got in there and two of the teachers were in there and what, he overheard one of the teachers going, he has the most beautiful blue eyes. Have you seen that? Oh my gosh. And dad was like embarrassed as hell. So he turned bright red and left. So I, I waited three years to ask mom out or something like three years to ask mom out after that because he couldn't he was too embarrassed he it was, was so cute i loved your dad so much he was I, so lovely i know he was amazing um so my dad was very tall blonde blue-eyed great metabolism um he could eat i mean he would literally sit there and eat like six pieces of fried chicken a mound of mashed potatoes and all this stuff. And he was still like perfectly trim. But, you know, he also worked like 97,000 hours a day. Um, so like running in place. Yeah. Whereas my mom um, is like. She's uh, smushy and lovely. She, and she like folds you in when she gives you a hug. You, she like <sighs> absorbs you into her person and you feel all the love all the way around you. It's so lovely. She's it's, just. Your mom is so perfect. I really, I needed that mom and I'm so glad I got that mom. She is just being in her presence is calming and you go, ah, it's beautiful. You know, um, I bitch about my mom and my mom has some really good qualities though. So she does. another episode, another episode. Maybe that'll be part of the mother's day. Um, but, but, but my <laughs> mom, <laughs> but in the fifties in particular, my mom was fucking hot. She was, holy shit. My mom was too. I've got yeah. pictures. Oh, she did modeling. Wow, man, mine's kind of hot. My mom was told once she looked like Ava Gardner. She did look like Ava Gardner. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, I know, right? And she, I mean, she was beautiful, very dark, piercing eyes, nearly black hair, pale complexion, total hourglass figure. Which is why you got that Jean Crane thing going on. Jean Crane? Wasn't that her name? Gina Davis. Well, no? Gina Davis, but Jean Crane, remembering your wedding? Oh, yes. The wedding. A Jean. Jean Simmons. No, not Jean Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> well, her name was Jean Simmons, wasn't it? It was the it, girl Jean Simmons, not the boy Jean Simmons. Yeah. I got to look that up. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Thank you. You're faster. Uh, so um, I used to work in this. <laughs> my very first job was in a grocery store in an unincorporated city. Yes, Gene Simmons with the J-E-A-N, Gene Simmons. Yes, there we go. Not the kiss, Gene Simmons. Yeah, so she looks like J-E-A-N, Gene Simmons. If you take J-E-A-N, Gene Simmons, and Gina Davis and mix them together, that's this girl. Woo! Because I look like my mother. Um, 
So anyway, uh, oh my God, I'm way off track. So I was working at a grocery store in an unincorporated city. Because there are a lot of those. Unincorporated means so small that no, there's like six people that live there and they don't even have a town. That's Pretty what much. unincorporated means. Pretty much. Um, and I don't it, have them in the Midwest, I think. I don't think I, they have them in like actual places. I think you're right. But people from across the river in a different state used to come over all the time to go shopping there because they had excellent produce. And Because I stocked, of farms. Hello. Because of farms. And I stocked that produce. Thank you very much. And I always stocked it beautifully. Uh, People actually, after I quit, were like, the produce doesn't look as pretty anymore. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Because if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Damn it. So that's a thing forever. That's a thing. So all these crusty old, old guys who are just sweet as all get out, but there were crusty old men used to come in there all the time who worked with my dad. And one day there were two of these guys from dad's work there at the same time. And I knew one of them, but I didn't know the other. And they were talking and what's that? Is this going to get creepy? Maybe slightly, but it's, it's still, it cracked me up. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) So I'm standing there stocking the produce beautifully as I do, because I remove the old stuff and I move the new, you know, keep it all in the right to try to encourage sales. Um, (laughs) Because I was a 16 year old fucking geek even then. Um, So uh, I overheard these two guys talking and I knew one of them. And um, he goes, hey, over there, that's Oli's daughter. And the guy kind of looked at me. Which one? The one there with the dark hair. And he just stared at me for the longest time and looked me up and down. Must look like her mother. And that was... (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, do they not believe I'm my father's child? (laughs) Harsh. I know. I'm like, thanks. Uh, thankfully both my parents are beautiful or I might've been severely offended by that. Yeah. My dad, one of the first things John said when he saw a picture of my mom and dad, when they were dating in like the summer of 1957, he said, wow, your mom was hot. I'm like, ew, but oh yeah, you're right. And then he goes, and your dad looks like Biff from back to the future. He did look like Biff from back to the future. I didn't even think of that. I know. John. Because he was so tall and muscular and had the buzz cut. I know. It was crazy. Mom was so excited when dad went off to college and then came back for a visit. And um, she looked at him and he'd grown like three or four inches between when he graduated from high school and when he went to college. She's like, ooh, well done. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Creeped out by some thoughts I just had, but so let's not even talk about that. Okay, let's not. <laughs> this is this is sort of a seemingly random episode, but at the yeah. same time, we're kind of it's kind of on point because we're sort of moving through some sort of random things. We're still talking about things that we find funny that are yeah. a little inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, we're going to talk about. Um, I think this kind of goes into, you know, you were talking about how your mom was hot. I think this kind of goes parlays well. My mom was hot when she was really young, but she never tried to be hot when we were kids. Hmm. And I think that parlays well into the trying too hard mommies. 
I, I think you you're see right. these a lot. So yes. the first time I remember, I actually remember thinking to myself, what the actual fuck lady mm. is when we went to the Rolling Stones concert a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> there were these women who were my age or older who were clearly trying to look young. There was one lady who had like the Coachella kind of headband on around her forehead, like sort of eighties, but like that little leather skinny strap. And she had like longer hair and she was wearing tight jeans and like very super on trend, but on trend for like 20 year olds. And you see these women sometimes. I would never wear my daughter's clothes. I love her clothes. They look great on her, but hell no. I would look ridiculous. I get that there's, well, and here's the thing. There's this idea that you want to try to look youthful, right? You don't want to look like an old lady. I went and got my hair cut the other day and the lady cut my hair and it looked pretty nice. I'm trying to grow it out after my brain surgery. I've had, I had to get bangs and that was a whole nightmare, but you've had brain surgery and it's like not awesome, but it doesn't suck. And it's looking better and it's getting longer and it's getting a little better. And so I'm trying to cut it so it doesn't have layers and it is growing generally. But as I cut it, it kind of goes into this. I've finally gotten it from being short. Like I had it really short for a while after my brain surgery. I had it real short. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm growing it out. And right now it's like chin length. It's kind of a bob. But I don't want to look like an old lady, right? Right, right. And I also don't want to look like I'm trying too hard. Correct. And there's this trying too hard mommy look where you're dressing in this, just because you can wear that size doesn't mean you should. (laughs) I hear you. I think there's a problem with that. And I think there's a lot of girl slash women and I'll say mostly women in their 30s and 40s, probably in their 40s, who are trying to dress like they're in their early 30s and they're in their late mid to late 40s and they're looking like they're trying too hard. They're trying so hard to look young and youthful. Mm. And there's something to be said for looking youthful and not looking old, but there's very little, I'll say guidance for looking like a decent looking 40 year old. <laughs> How do you look like you're 40 and not 70? How do you look like you're 50 and not 70 and not 30? There's not a lot of guidance in there. So that's that's a different different kind of thing. But the mommies that are trying too hard fucking crack me up. This lady <laughs> with the headband at the Stones concert, I was like, oh, no, honey, you do not. That's not okay. No. See, that's totally not where I thought you were going with that topic. Cause, um, but you said mommies who try too hard. The first thing that popped in my head was um, when um, I got my first big corporate job and I moved to a different Midwestern giant city and Nina got invited to someone's birthday party and we're like, okay. So we went to the birthday party knowing nothing about this community. It's just everyone in this class got invited and we got there and the parents 
um, the mother was running everything. The parents had rented out this entire like two floor um, community center <gasps> for the party. And there was like a spy slash detective theme for it. So they handed all of the kids like this packet of info on how to follow the clues and how to be a good spy and gather all this information. I know. And I'm sitting there going, if, if this is what birthday parties are like here, they're going to be fucking disappointed. Because we have popcorn and a movie at our house. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think one year, the biggest thing we ever did was we um, rented a party room at a, at an ice skating rink. Because Nina's birthday is in the middle of summer. So we're like, let's go do something where it's cold and people can get a break <laughs> from the heat. Or just the opposite. <laughs> Oh, man. Although I will say that John did make this really impressive birthday cake because Nina loved whales at the time. And he sculpted killer whales out of Rice Krispie treats and had them diving in and out of the water, the waves made out of icing on a sheet cake. He's very bakey. He's very bakey. I'm married to cook. Thank God. Otherwise, Anna. He's a baker. He doesn't cook. He actually. Neither one of you are cooks. He does cook. He actually does cook. He makes a really good fajita. Does he? Well, actually, he does. Fajita Saturdays, right? Fajita Saturday. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, when we were dating, Jill dared me. Um, when I went out to visit him in England one time, when we were dating, she, he always would talk about on the, when we played EverQuest. He'd always talk about fajita Saturdays, and he'd buy a fajita kick and make. Fajita and make fajitas and he'd have fajitas on Saturday while he played EverQuest. And the fajita you know, kits in England, you have to imagine, are very spicy. <laughs> Anything that has pepper is spicy in England. No, I'm sorry, I'm disregarding Kurt's pepper. <laughs> but so I collected, I spent weeks collecting all of the um, trash from the three hole punches at work. I collected them in a bag and when I went out there to visit and it was Saturday and he made fajitas I put my hand in and threw confetti all over his kitchen like fajita Saturday oh my god that's so awesome that's amazing he went completely still and stared at me and said you are cleaning that up aren't you like maybe holy shit oh my god that's the best ever Oh, I love that. Yeah, he had fajita Saturday, and what was Wednesday? Wednesday was something. I can't remember. It might have been spag ball Wednesday or something. Spag ball Wednesday, yeah. Spaghetti and balls. Yeah. <laughs> or spaghetti bolognese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, mom's trying too hard. I thought you were going with the party angle. No, no, no. no. I'm trying too hard. Mommies are the mommies that are trying too hard to look young. Oh, yeah. We have yeah. that a lot around here. We had it a lot in the Midwest. Mm. It was a lot there. But I see it so much here with the hair extensions. And I'll have to be honest. I found this salon online that uh, that does, like, the hair extensions on. I'm like, that looks really fun. I kind of want to do that. Because <laughs> I have, like, short, tiny hair. And I really want to have, like, in my whole life, I've never had long hair. And I really want to. It's overrated. No, no, no. I want to try it. Like, it seems like it's going to be really fucking hot, but 
this particular long hair looks like amazing. And you can wear it in the pool. It lasts for six months. They just like, it's done with a rubber band. Like they slide this rubber band thing up your head. So it's not like you can grow your hair out as you're doing the long hair. Yeah. That's what I thought. Wow. I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link. Like you can come down, except it's like super spendy, whatever. So it's a step up from a wig. Oh, it's so much better than a wig. Which maybe I just noticed we've been recording for well over an hour. Uh, Uh, But maybe uh, we should do the maybe we should do the wig thing. Yeah, we could talk about this. So one of the things that Gina (laughs) and I have done, you guys know that we don't use our actual identities in this, mostly because we respect our families. If it was just the two of us, it wouldn't even matter. But because we respect our families, we wanted to sort of maintain anonymity. 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 <laughs> yes. Got Thank you. Anyhow, um, because of that, we thought about somewhere down the road, because we're going to be so popular, <laughs> we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we got to do like a road show? But then how would we remain anonymous? And then we'd have to just disguise ourselves a little bit. You know, fake hair or whatever. So if we did that, we could wear wigs. And both of us have a tendency, (laughs) (laughs) basically for no reason, to go drunk shopping on Wish or Amazon or whatever. Wish is my thing. I hate Wish. And uh, I'll go drunk shopping on Wish and I buy wigs. I buy the shit out of some wish wigs. <laughs> this last couple weeks, I don't know, last week after our episode, I think I bought like four wish wigs that were like, I don't know, like three or four dollars. <laughs> we're like, this is a $296 wig that you're getting for $4 plus shipping. I'm like, yes, that's a good deal. I should take that deal. <laughs> so I did. There, there are lots of YouTube tutorials on how to pretty them up. I will totally use them. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll see what I get. Maybe sometime we'll do a wig thing. We'll do an <laughs> unboxing podcast. That would be a weird podcast, but we could just tell you what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> we could put pictures up, but blur the hell out of them. <laughs> blur everything but the wig. We can blur our faces. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I drunk shopped up two of the two colors of the same wig this Ew. week. I know, but I wanted it in. Did you get it on Wish or did you get it on Amazon? I did it um, the clearance rack on Polly Young. <laughs> Polly Young, what's that? It's a wig place. You need to send it to me because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really fun. Fun. They do all kinds yeah. of stuff, like like the Raquel Welch and the Jacqueline Smith wig. Jacqueline Smith is your favorite from Kmart. I <laughs> I'm gonna lay down again. Okay, I have one more really quick inappropriate laugh. Yes, please. So you wrote sometimes people just die, and I wrote <laughs> but they're dead. So a few years ago, we were at dinner. 
we were actually having dinner at home. I had cooked dinner. And T was telling a story to Millie about his grandparents and how rigid they were. And they were very focused on manners and how important that was. And, you know, it's important when you're eating, you use certain manners and you do this and you do that and you do this. Manners are really important. And my grandparents were really focused on that. And Millie goes, but they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's totally true. They are (laughs) not technically a thing anymore, I guess. Go, Millie. She's a smarty. She is Um, a smarty. That's funny because my um my dad's mother and her parents were apparently descended from some kind of nobility who had to flee the country for i don't know i think involved defenestration or something i'm not entirely sure um but um my grandma was actually raised by nannies apparently and I remember one time she instilled in my dad this sense of etiquette that was unreal. And one time mom had a work trip and had to go through training and dad and I went with her. And I apparently finally got on my dad's every last nerve with the way I used my knife and fork. They were sitting there having breakfast at a McDonald's and dad's like, all right, that's it. I'm going to teach you how to do this properly. And he taught me the appropriate European way to use a knife and fork. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so weird. I never thought nice. about the, but they're dead now thing. So, but there we go. Well, you know, but they're dead. But they're dead. That has become a thing for us. Like we say that all the freaking time. <laughs> Anytime we like run into something where it's about Anything like rigid, we're like, but they're dead. There we go. <laughs> I like that. I'm stealing that. You should totally <laughs> steal it. It works. <laughs> uh, oh, and the sometimes people just die thing. Just so you yeah. know the story behind that. I want to hear that. <laughs> so it was when my dad was, long before he got the lung cancer that killed him, like 10 years before that, um, he had a medical incident while out farming and, um, uh, had to go to the emergency room and everything and everyone gathered as quick as we could because that's what we do. Uh, sure. <clears throat> and we got there and my brother went out and decided I'm going to buy him a newspaper because he likes to read the newspaper. So my brother goes out and buys a newspaper and brings it in and says, all right, dad, I bought you the newspaper. And he, my brother never even looked at it. He just bought it and brought it in and handed it to dad and dad opened it. And the headline on the very front page was sometimes people just die. <laughs> we we all sat there because my family has a twisted sense of humor every last one of us just broke out fucking laughing we're like hilarious way to go bro i want to read you the funniest fucking thing i think i have probably ever read in my life okay please. yesterday i was reading through buzzfeed buzzfeed is amazeballs by the way if you don't buzzfeed (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? It's fine. Yeah. It'll take me a minute to find it. Okay. <laughs> we should have actual Girl Herbie Ipanema song. I know. <laughs> oh, good lord. 
I read this yesterday and I laughed so hard that my stomach still hurts from this. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I bookmarked it though. How do I find my bookmarks? I don't remember right now. <laughs> I can't. I have no help. <laughs> I'm no help. <laughs> Me neither. Let's see if it's there. Oh, I'm bookmarks. Got it. This is a great post from Tumblr. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> so this is kind of a long one. Okay. Uh, we can use it or not. Okay, I'm going to take, let's take a 30 second, let's take a, like a quick break. All right. That's <laughs> cut, just in case you want to cut. <laughs> All right. So this is a dude whose hobby is um, reading romance novels, ba the back of a romance novel, and deciding whether or not he wants to read it. So here's the back of the romance novel, and then I'll read you the rest of the post. What a great back hobby. of the romance novel says, once guilty of the deadly sin of gluttony, thousand-year-old Viking vampire angel Knut Sigurdsson is now a lean, mean, vampire devil fighting machine. I want to read it. His new side job? Question mark. No biggie. Just ridding the world of a threat called ISIS. What? While keeping the evil Lucifer, Lucifer's vampire demons <laughs> at bay. So when Chef 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 Andrea Stewart hires him to rescue her sister from the cult recruiting terrorists at a Montana dude ranch. Vangel, Vangel, which is vampire angel, turned cowboy. Yeehaw. Oh, my Lord. Too tempting mortal insists on accompanying him and surprising Canute with her bravery. Sorry, I'm fucked up. At every turn, but with terrorists stalking the ranch in demonoid form, Canute teleports Andrea and himself out of danger accidentally into the 10th century Norse lands. Suddenly, they have to find their way back to the future to save her family and the world and to satisfy their insatiable attraction. <laughs> that's the back of the novel. Okay. So Alexander here's the Skarsgård. Somehow that's the star in that. It gets so much better. Okay. It gets so much better. Okay. I was out with a friend tonight doing one of my fave things, reading the back of romance novels. I found this gem, and it's honestly the most wild-sounding romance novel I've ever seen and thought it might brighten someone's day. Here's where this shit gets real. This is where I absolutely lost my mind. Creed of Corruption wrote okay for those of you who don't realize sandra hill the the author of that novel is the woman who wrote rough and ready another erotic viking novel some of the more memorable quotes being as hilda's buttermilk bosoms bosoms squished up against his granite abs torolf almost had a dick aneurysm <laughs> oh. 
dick and yours is like my favorite thing ever now. It's my favorite thing. Torolf entered her like she was the lottery. His engorged pecker pushed inside her as she felt fulfilled with sexual fulfillment. <laughs> yes. Oh. Her body was like a beautiful flower that was opening and somebody was pushing their dick inside it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you do not know how many people I have read this to at college. One guy completely lost it for like 10 minutes after hearing the phrase dick aneurysm. <laughs> like seriously, last night I lost it for like 10 minutes after hearing dick aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. right. That's the best thing ever. You know, it reminds me of this whole subgenre, dinosaur porn, which I've never read, but it, I know it exists because of a cracked article. What? Yeah. What? Like, for example, I just Googled dinosaur porn, Amazon. I'd put Amazon at the end because apparently that shit's all over Pornhub. I'm not clicking on that. What? Uh, but there's an example book is taken by the T-Rex, which is <gasps> currently free to download on Kindle. Okay, FYI, <laughs> our friend Maggie, who will probably be a guest in the coming weeks. Okay. Maggie's spirit animal is the T-Rex. Really? Yeah. I She's like a T-Rex everything. T-Rex is her life. Awesome. Well, I bet she wants to read Taken by a T-Rex then. Do, do you want me to read the description or not? Yeah. Okay. Drin is her tribe's chief huntress. She lives for the thrill of the hunt. Men and sex hold no allure for her, as Drin has never found a partner to satisfy her. When a T-Rex descends upon her village, destroying it, Drin demands that the tribe's hunters go in search of the beast and slaughter it. Opting for safety instead of revenge, the tribe moves to a new location, hoping that the big beast won't follow them. It does. Drin taunts the beast, giving her tribe mates time to flee. As she runs, leading it through a gauntlet of traps, the thrill of the hunt soars through her blood, leaving her wet with desire. When the angry T-Rex corners the huntress in a box canyon, it seems more interested in her wet womanhood than in her flesh. That's so gross to me. No. All right, Maggie, this is all for you. This is all for you. Yay. You and T-Rex porn, right on. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Does that feed into any of our other things? Like you wrote Protection Kansas mascot, not a Trojan. <laughs> that, it doesn't feed into that. I just want to mention that if there's a town named Protection... If a Trojan is not their mascot, that's the biggest missed opportunity in the universe. Okay, that's not what I was reading that as. So, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, apparently if I download this book to Kindle, it's automatically going to download to Dina's. Whoops, my settings are off. I should you should totally do that and fuck with Nina. <laughs> Hey, Nina, here's some dinosaur porn. Hope you like it. <laughs> oh, I'm the world's best mother. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> I think I might. 
that download button. Hello, Anna. All that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Hello, Nina. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there we go. So like we told you guys earlier, this is episode eight. On episode 10, we're going to have a girls weekend. We're going to have oh, yeah. Nina on. We're going to have Maggie on. We're just going to have a really good free-for-all. I know that this was a little bit of a free-for-all sort of episode. We didn't really have a pl- We had a plan. It was sort of like a free-form plan. I hope you enjoyed it. And then we drank uh, on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of a thing with us. So <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it enough that you'll tune in again next week. If you'd like more of this nonsense, you can find more information, more of our cocktails, alwaysneverwrite.com. Also, and our podcast also works. That's a thing. <laughs> we are on Instagram at... What is it? Always never right. So you can see pretty pictures of our beverages. Um, I'm going to post some hopefully videos on there. If I do a little better, it all just has to do with me being better than I am. (laughs) (laughs) On days where I'm not this drunk, which is (laughs) most days. Because I only get this drunk when we record. Seriously, I'm not like a complete lush. I'm only like a minor lush. So let me math this. Math it. So where's my calculator? Because I'm not doing this on my head. What are you trying to math? Eight isn't hard. No, six out of seven is what I was. Six out of seven is. Six over seven equals N over 100. 600. What? 600 divided by seven. I don't even know what you're talking about. I did. It's so many percentage not drunk during the week. Oh, weekly not drunk. Weekly not drunk. We'll just say mostly. 66% of the time. 75% of the time we're not drunk. More. More. 80% of the time. Uh, it doesn't I'm, even matter. We're mostly not drunk during the week. We're only drunk when we record. That's right. And I will admit that I'll admit this to you guys. This is a, a very shh. <laughs> I drink every day. <laughs> I only drink like one or two drinks. When I'm with you, I drink a little more than that. Not a lot more, but a little more. But we're sober 85% of the time. I found my calculator. Sober a lot. We're sober a lot. I have a lot of things that I do in my real world that require me to be sober. This day, which is Sunday, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. There we go. Not only that, but my family realizes that when I close the door, they need to fuck off. (laughs) They're awesome. Yeah, Uh, they are. We have awesome. As are yours. They don't bother you. They don't. They're beautiful. It's nice to have that one day where we can just like sit in here with the door closed. We could actually sit in here with the door closed well after we're done recording and be like, "Eh, whatever, man. That's right. Suck it. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh. Okay, so back to social. Okay, so back to social back to media. This. Thank you uh, so much for tuning in. We're also on Twitter. We do hope you'll join us next week. We're on Facebook. Always never right. We are on. Um, we have a website, alwaysneverwrite.com. We have always never write on Instagram. We have always never write Twitter, except for it's not exactly always never write. It's more some... like always never write because there's no ease and never. <laughs> <laughs> always never. Yeah, there's no ease. It's always never write with no ease. Never. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, let's see. So anyway, (laughs) sorry, this has just been a fantastic week. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. It was kind of random, but I hope it was fun for you. At least we wanted a palate cleanser after all the darkness. We did have a lot of dark there for a couple weeks, but now we had just total fucking unfettered fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, Okay, so this has been another great episode of Always. Never. Right. I am Jill Farrell. And I'm Gita Biggs. And we'll talk to you again next week with some potential for coherence. Some things will start out coherent. We'll end up like this. (laughs) (laughs) As as we do. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.